Hello and welcome to the Matt Belair podcast. As an explorer of the mind and world, author and coach, I have spent a lifetime learning how to push my limits and achieve my highest potential. My mission is to bring you the most inspiring, conscious, and empowering teachers, leaders, and thinkers on the planet. To bring you stories, lessons, and messages that will help you master your mind, body, and spirit. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Good day, good day. Welcome, friends, family, to the here and now in part two with the man, Jay Campbell, where we are going to even go deeper down the rabbit hole, if that's at all possible. If you listen to part one, we're talking about Planet Nibiru. We're talking about true conspiracy, spiritual fitness. Um, like I said earlier, Jay is uh, one of the creators and uh, admin at Decoders of Truth, where they are all things, you know, truth, conspiracy, you know, what is what is actually going on. So I love using him as a resource. Um, John D'Souza is a member over there as well. So it's a very intelligent group of people just kind of looking at what the heck is going on in our reality. And he has a fantastic podcast himself, The Decoders of Truth, really fascinating, deep stuff on there. So we're going to dive even deeper uh, into the rabbit hole in this uh, part two. We're going to talk about Joe Dispenza's work. We haven't got there yet. Um, I think we already talked about Archons. We're going to talk about timeline splits and the AI threat. We talk a little bit about my trip to Egypt, Stargates, the moon, all kind, you know, the moon, uh, conspiracy landing, things like that. So, um, you know, he, he brushes over them cause he's gone deep, deep into all of this stuff with, with experts. So it's a really fascinating episode. I know you're going to enjoy it. I want to thank everybody who's been leaving a review. If you want to support the podcast, best and easiest way to do it. Um, this one, I'm going to read from CJ J O Z from USA. Um, it says an overflowing fountain of energy, enlightenment, and soul. I'm so grateful for Matt. His wisdom, humility, hunger for knowledge, and openness for all things are why you should listen to his efforts. The people he carefully chooses for his interviews are meant to bring the highest vibrations to us. The amount of energy and love he puts into his art form is inspiring. Much love, Matt. So appreciate that uh, review. Thank you so much. And if you guys want to support the show, just head over to iTunes, leave a review. It's, it's massive for the algorithms, getting the word out there, sharing episodes and checking out and supporting our sponsors, including sync tuition. You can get three free binaural beat gamma wave, uh, tracks that basically entrain your brain to hit a gamma wave state, which is what you're looking for in peak experiences in meditation. And you go to bit.ly forward slash gamma waves for that. You can check it out at mattbelair.com forward slash store as well, where I've got the absolutely incredible arc crystal from the Resonance Science Foundation. Um, I'm going to have the luminous patches from Adam Curry. If you listen to that episode, he's a few back. That's extraordinary and fascinating. So I'm all about leading edge technology, supplements, and things like that. And you know, they call it biohacking and I've been doing that for years and years. Um, but I need to test all these things and, and figure it out. So it'll be kind of a hub for you guys to explore. And, uh, you know, you got personal development in there, like Mark England's course on vocabulary is really extraordinary stuff. So check that out. Um, if you want a lucid dreaming freebie, uh, just go to mattbelair.com 
forward slash lucid dreaming. And uh, there's an audio and an ebook that teaches you how to lucid dream quickly and easily. So basically what I've been telling people who email me is get the three free tracks from Sync Tuition. They're free. They work. Listen to that. Then listen to the uh, guided meditation that you get at uh, lucid dreaming and you will have a lucid dream within a few weeks, most likely, if not quicker. And, you know, people have been writing me and be like, oh my God, I'm remembering my dreams and I know this and this. And, you know, dream recall is really important for navigating. It's, uh, you know, it's your unconscious mind speaking to you through symbols. So fastest way to also have an altered state altered state or altered experience of consciousness, um, which is important. And same with meditation. If you can sit and clear your mind for 20, 30 minutes and learn how to do that, it's a different form of consciousness. So really valuable experience. Um, and those of you who are reaching out for coaching, um, I'm going to put a form on the website soon, hopefully, uh, mattbelair.com forward slash coaching. So hopefully I'll get that built up real quick. Um, but for now, it's just an onboard process. So for you guys really looking to make a splash in 2018 and commit to your personal development, spiritual development, consciousness exploration, it is a journey and I'm happy to support there. So just reach out at matt at zenathlete.com and happy to uh, have a call with you to see if we can, you know, work together for a period of time and get you where you where you want to go and so that's it gonna wrap it up um as always you can enter a state of peace and coherence and gratitude uh whatever you want you own your vibration and so all you need to do to do that is three deep breaths so just set the intention to come to peace and coherence taking a deep breath in through your nose wherever you are you could be walking down the street with your eyes open doesn't matter imagine white golden powerful crystalline light coming in filling every cell and every muscle and every fiber of your being Hold that breath as you imagine powerful golden light coming down from the universe supporting you and just let it out slowly. And as you let it out slowly, imagine this energy from the earth now coming up through your feet as you take another deep breath in through your nose slowly and begin to put your attention on your heart as you imagine the energy from the earth coming up through your feet and source coming down from the source through your body and just merging in the center of your heart as you continue this relaxing breathing. And now I just want you to focus on love and peace and gratitude. Just allow all memories of love and peace and gratitude to fill your thoughts and your mind just for a moment, setting the intention to connect to the energy of love and peace and gratitude. And as you connect to this energy and this memory, I want you to double the feeling of the peace and the love and the gratitude you're feeling. Just, just double it and double it again and double it one more time until your entire being glows love gratitude and peace and harmony and as you feel this energy i want you to send that out as a gift to everyone you've met today to the first person you saw to the last person you saw to everyone you've ever met in your entire life just imagine sending them this energy of love and gratitude sending them your best wishes and support and i'm sending all of my energy to you by supportive loving infinite energy just supporting you and wishing you all the best so if you're hearing this you can receive that energy and allow it to download into your being and as you receive this energy and you send it out to all beings on the planet i want you to just to imagine that this energy begins to come back to you like a tidal wave just expanding tenfold a hundredfold a thousandfold and just give yourself love and peace and gratitude as you see yourself receiving this energy that's been sent out but coming back a thousand times more powerful with energy and just allow yourself the feeling of love and gratitude and you can just say you know i love and accept myself completely just allow yourself to feel that you are worthy you are good enough you are whole 
You are balanced. You are perfect as you are. So thank you so much for listening. Now let's get into part two with the man, Jay Campbell. What is going to happen with what they want to happen, which is, again, the human becoming AI. I don't know if that's good or bad. Mm. I I think it's bad, but I don't know for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you tested a lot of different points there. One of the things that I, that I thought about, because I, from what I've seen and, you know, gone down the spiritual path and and looked at, you know, some pretty out there stuff of timeline splitting. A lot of them talk about timeline splits, you know, that's very common in the stuff that I trust and, and hear. Um, and the way that I think about it, maybe it's like, I've given this example before where, you know, like when I'm a teenager and I'm ego, right. And I go to the bar and somebody says something to me. So I fight him. And then the next week I'm like, Oh, maybe I shouldn't fight the guy. Right. And so I decide I'm not going to fight him. And then he calls me a, a pussy and then I got to fight him then. And then the week after that, I don't fight him, but I'm angry. Right. Then the week after that, um, I'm like, Oh man, like, I'm wondering what's wrong with you. Like, you know, I'm just thinking this, like maybe I can get him a beer. His life isn't okay, but there's no energetic charge. There's no like rage. But at that point, when I get to the non-energetic charge, that guy disappears from my life completely. So does he exist? If we're in a, if if I'm a multidimensional being living in a multidimensional reality, could it be real for one person and not real for someone else? 100%. Right, People absolutely. always talk about me traveling the entire world. Oh, are you worried about this and that? I have honestly encountered like one asshole in like maybe eight, 10 years. Like I can't even remember. I have to like really, it just doesn't happen. Now, is that because I keep my own consciousness clean? I think so. That's my guess. And then when I have contrast, I don't see it as this like, terrible thing. I, th- I see it as I attracted this contrast. I, I attracted this challenge. How do I show it love and compassion and deal with that thing? Not as if it's the enemy. What is it in me that's sorting myself out? And then it doesn't become the same lesson outside. So this timeline fractal could be the same thing. You could go down, you know, fighting and fighting and fighting and fighting and getting low and low and low and attracting all these things. Or you could be like, you know, what's my highest joy? What's my highest love? Boom, boom, boom. And, and literally you would have two different life experiences. If you could, I, by the way, I agree with you hundred percent, Matt. And I wanted to add um, in my travels around the world, which has been um, numerous as well. I've also never had an issue. Whenever people talk to me about how, Oh, aren't you afraid? you know, going into Mexico with the cartel or going into this country with, a, you know, when we went to Spain, you know, this year, you know, oh, you know, there's infactional fighting. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, I'm the same way, dude. And obviously, I, you know, I'm a physically impressive person, but like, I wasn't always physically impressive. It's literally, you're right. It's you, you, it's what you project. If you're projecting, like you said, highest joy and love, and you have a smile on your face and you greet people with, a, with joy and you shake their hand and you look them in the eye and you smile and you say, how are you? You know, how's your day? Or what, you know, what's your name? My, I'm Jay. How are you? You know, it, we've lost that so much, especially in the millennial generation today because of technology where they, they, they lack the skills of like one-on-one personal, you know, communication. And again, technology is you know, unfortunately probably been the cause of a lot of that, but it's like, it's amazing how many people that, you know, today, right? Like you walk up to them, you shake their hand, you look them in the eye and you say hi or whatever with energy. And they're like dead. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like, and and by the way, I wanted to bring this up so we didn't lose this point because you made a really eloquent point, like to the last, not the last time you spoke, but before I forgot the gal that we did the reading with. And she blew my mind when she told me this, because I've always thought about this. 
she said that she and she had a, um, a near-death experience by the way so she's very very connected with like the other side and like she just she just knows i mean and i don't say that like in a woo-woo way it's just like from speaking to her i she knows and she said to me that she said jay you have to understand there are many many people on this planet right now that are soulless and i said come again and she said no i really mean it i said they don't have souls and i'm like okay well so so let's say i agree with you right because i start thinking about all these horrible things that are happening matt right we and you and i talked about this before but we'll just bring it up we talk about all the pedophilia the child sacrifice all this horrible shit that's going on in so-called cults and, and elite, elite circles and all this stuff so wouldn't it be more realistic to believe that the reason some of this stuff happens is because the beings that are perpetrating these crimes don't have souls they don't actually have a humanistic experience to understand that what they're doing is wrong now i'm not giving them a pass but if you think about it from a you know purely theoretical slash intellectual standpoint it makes sense and so i asked her i said her name's anna i said anna so what do you mean by that because you know being a scientist i'm trying to like attribute like a creation for that and she's like well what about like what if they were just cloning humans what if they've been cloning humans for 40 or 50 years and so what if there's so many of these people that are out there right now that were cloned for a specific reason maybe to be a politician maybe to be something of you know authority figure in the matrix you know that they don't tools like you and i do so don't have like human compassion and empathy so anyway, it just made something, it, it kind of tweaked my mind because I was thinking about like, you know, what you said earlier about like, why are there so many people out there that are, you know, are the way they are. And then we have so many people that are like us, like, right, like, you know, having joy and spreading love and serving others. So maybe that is kind of a reality. And then it gets back to this whole quantum, you know, fractal theory that you're talking about where we have many different realities. Maybe there really are two versions maybe there's a version of a person that has a soul and then there's and right next to him in this other dimension that's so close that you can't really quantify again in the quantum world that doesn't have a soul so it's it's really mind-blowing to start thinking about that but you know there's somebody sent me something a tweet a tweet last night there's a show on and again i watch almost no tv unfortunately i don't have time these days but there's a show on that was talking about that and I can't think of the show. I'll 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 I'll, uh, I'll post it in the thing when I come up with it. But there's I guess a show on on uh, on one of the reality television shows that is is talking about this. They're saying it's kind of like a disclosure show, but they're trying to show that there are parallel universes and that people can like go out and be in one universe and be in like a whole have a whole like world and personality and 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 and, and uh, you know uh, humanistic experience in that world and then be the opposite in the other world. So it's all crazy, dude, to think about that stuff. Dude, well, you touched on so many points that, that I wanted to, to bring up. Well, Dolores Cannon talks about walk-ins, and I saw, and I, I wish I could remember, but my one of my friends posted this. It's like this, I don't know if it's a new religion. It's not like a religion. It's like a thought. It's supposed to be like ancient knowledge, and there's followers of this ancient knowledge, but it talks about that story. It says something about, you know, aliens coming down, that there was bad ones, then good ones came in, because Dan Winter always says, uh, he says, you know, if the sun gods come in through the ray of the sun, you probably want to have a conversation. If they come in in metal ships, maybe they're from the wrong side of the tracks. That's one of Dan Winter's things. So in this, I've, I've really got to find it. Maybe somebody in Dakotas of Truth can know what I'm talking about if, if I had to describe it. But it's, I think it's like sun something. And it talks about the story of them coming and then starting to clone and then cloning again. And so right. I have just recently heard about this. And I was like, maybe, maybe. 
you know, I don't know, but I know that I have one. And right. so then what, what can I control? And then that makes sense though, because, you know, with, with people getting into this and, and, you know, if I have a random discussion, depending on where people, uh, I, I did a little video on like what woke is. And, uh, I remember this, like, uh, what is it? What's, what's the, what's the guy who's like, so in your face when he does the conspiracy stuff, um, you know, know. talking about so loud and in your face. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. I so I had somebody, somebody's talking about Joe Rogan, where he's, he has a little clip of him and he talks about multidimensional lizard aliens or something. And then Joe Rogan's over here at like a little one and it goes like, how woke are you? And he puts these yeah. little glasses. Yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. great. Um, but, you know, the idea is that like, I tell people from my research and knowing people like you going down the rabbit hole, this earth and what can happen in this dimension is darker than you could possibly oh. imagine if you're willing to look at it. Right. And so it cripples well, Most me. people aren't though, right? Like, like no. Monica will never look at it. Like she'll just be no. like, I'm going to turn my head. You know, I don't want to yeah. know. I'm like, yeah. So most people can't, I don't mean to interrupt your thought, but most people choose not to, which is fine. There's no judgment in that choice. But for me, and obviously you, it's like for us, like we go down that rabbit hole and all of a sudden the, the rockets pull back and it's like, Oh shit. You know, we're on a, ride through the dark <laughs> yeah 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 so 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 i just kind of want to know what what is going on right and so i look at it and holy crap but yeah. it opens up all these realms and say okay well if that exists like it's like well now i know a lion exists or yeah. if you go into the oceans and there's a species down there right. now it could be true it could not be true but if i have enough evidence that it is true now that's just another option i kind of know my experience and i open up my own awareness my own consciousness right. um but yeah when you get into the dolores cannon stuff she says similar things and so if this is the case again it expands on what is possible and then you know we'll, we'll get into a little bit of egypt with nasim because well what if and i've heard about that that thing as well recently um i can't remember where but when you die we've been getting there's this net that we get our souls trapped and recycled into this dimension and for me it just made sense and i was like you mother effers and now apparently we can go and dan winter again physicist mentored by buckminster fuller is yep. like you, his whole thing is creating your aura, building up your auric field, so you can take your your plasma, your soul through death. Yep. And so, um, you know, that's super important. And so, if you had the ability to do that, so can you lucid dream? That's an example. So, can you become aware in your dream, not freak out, navigate that space? Well, what do you think it's going to be like when you die? And if you have enough energy around you and awareness, that's what. Uh, you know, Yogananda's mentor was teaching him, you know, Babaji, uh, I, I always butcher the names, yogis, they get, yeah. get upset, like Sri Yukitswar. It's like, they're helping you on that other side to like, oh, you have enough consciousness to get beyond that. So that gets into some really deep stuff. And the last thing that I want to point out was the mental nutriments. The AI is focus. Okay. This is the way I understand it. I don't know where you're at with it, but artificial intelligence, there's nothing more precious than your awareness and focused attention. If you are looking at this, thank you so much. I appreciate you. My intention in this existence is to support you, to give information to the best of my real life experience here, to give myself my own freedom, love, creation, harmony with existence and everything. Now, if you're continuing, now if I get off this and I look at Reddit or I look at porn or I look at um, death or I, then my, I'm choosing that. And yeah. everything around you, you got to monitor your Facebook, your Instagram, things like that. 
cut it all out because that is artificial reality. Yes. And you know what real reality is? Sitting your ass in the grass. Now exactly. they call that earthing. Put your, you know? putting your feet in the sand or the dirt. Yeah. Just be a real human, right? And so it's getting to that primal nature more because that's real reality. And then the other thing is is stop thinking is to meditate. So important because that's where the spirit comes in. That's right. you in harmony. So so these are the, you know, when we're looking at AI and the distraction and how bad it is and news, it's mental nutrients. Be so fucking I'm going to say fucking, it's necessary. So fucking discerning with where you put your attention. Do you read, uh, you know, a novel on, you know, mass murderers, or do you read a novel on, you know, improving your health, right? Mm -hmm. That's your focused attention and it's going to matter on how you navigate reality. So be so mother effing discerning with where you put your attention. And when you're putting it on these little clips, that's the art of distraction that's mangling your brain. Well, so. I mean, you, a lot, lot of amazing comments you just made there too. Um, I want to get to Nassim in a minute and your experience in Egypt. And let me just say one thing and then I'll set it up perfect. Um, the, your culture, your generation is truly the first generation. Um, and when I say your generation, everyone who's under 35 is technically considered a millennial from a generational standpoint. I'm the next generation. I'm Generation X. Right. So if you're over 35, you're technically Generation X. If you're under 35, you're millennial. And then I think 18 and under is a new generation now, too. I don't even know what they're called. But but if you're 18 to 35, you are the greatest social experiment in the history of mankind. Okay. Hmm. There, have been, there have been many books written about this. The best book by far is Shadow Man by Dr. Anthony Napoleon. It's a brilliant expose on the social engineering of the internet generation, which is the millennial generation, and how you guys have been engineered to like grow up with very minimal understanding of the past. It was, you know, their history has been eradicated, all but eradicated pretty much from textbooks. And this is everywhere. This isn't just in Western thought, but this is pretty much everywhere. Um, And then obviously you guys are obviously incredibly um, intelligent and uh, manipulators of content and data because you were using the internet when you were like kids, you know? I mean, it's like, like to give people a comparison, like I didn't even have the internet until I was out of college. I used a word processor with a green screen to type. I never even had the access to typing an email or writing up a paper or publishing a book on Amazon, doing all these things that I can do now. So it's, it's truly amazing when you compare like where people were 30 years ago versus where people are now and, and, and the access to stuff. So anyway, to know that means that your generation has completely been engineered by technology without question. So when you understand that, you can kind of see how that it's very easy to control the narrative now with every generation proceeding and even a little bit of my generation. Now, obviously the average, I'll be 47 in February, but the average 46 year old person in America today is not anywhere near the technology, technological sophistication of someone like me, like my wife, Monica, she has zero. She knows how to get on the internet. She can start Facebook. She can send emails. She can text, but she doesn't know anything about like building websites or doing all these other things that like the average 21 year old kid can do in their sleep. Right. So, so when you understand that and you compare those type of things, it's like, it's a quantum leap from generation standpoint of like understanding this stuff. So I can't like get all angry when I like get mad at millennials for who they are, because again, it's pure social engineering. Now, now back to Nassim, um, they just found that giant vacuum, right. In the great pyramid. And 
one of the guys in the Dakota is the truth and everybody knows who he is. He's a famous um, author. And I think he's in South Africa, Wayne. And I can't think of his last name right now, but a lot of these guys that are watching right now know who he is. He just sent me his newest book and it's a total decoding. And I'll send it to you. I'll email it to you. Um, just make sure you leave him a review on Amazon, but he's an awesome guy. And he says, he, he has already knows without question that that vacuum hole in the great pyramid that they just discovered is, is a portal without, without hundred percent doubt in his book, literally, I guess I haven't read it yet. Cause he sent it to me last night, um, shows like he decodes everything. Like he's, this is what's it. Trust me when they open this up, if they ever do, and they make us aware of it, it's literally a portal. And, you know, so then, you know, his book argues about like all the stuff that happened in the Persian Gulf War and why the United States invaded Iraq. And they were looking for, you know, advanced weaponry from, you know, the Sumerian times and the Egyptian times and stuff like that. You know, and I'm sure a lot of these things were stargates and wormhole technologies and all this stuff. But, but anyway, I wanted to set that up because you just spent a lot of time in Egypt with Nassim. You know, your pictures on Facebook were fantastic. I mean, honestly, dude, that's like the one place in the world that I want to go. So I'm so jelly of you. <laughs> Like that's one place that if I don't go to before I die, that'll probably be one attachment to the outcome that I will, will harbor inside. Like, fuck, I want to go so bad. So what, so what was it like, dude? Tell us about it. Yeah, man. Well, that's fascinating. You know, it could be, who knows, man. Oh my God. Because like I say to, to people, it's like, it's one thing to see pictures. It's one thing to hear what people say. And it's a whole nother thing to experience it. And for me, it was the, it was the everything. It was the fact of the group of people that I was with. I was literally rank with, with rank, some of the smartest people on the planet, you know, everybody wow. in there was a freaking mathematician, physicist, fucking everything. And it was like, Oh my God, uh, geologists are like, it was just, yeah. it was ridiculous. And to hear the conversations that happened and, and the way that people were just looking at pyramids because they they, they intrinsically open up to bigger questions. Yeah. What is the nature of humanity? What is our real origin story? And something that you and I can agree on is that there's an ET origin story. Yeah. You know what I mean? That our traditional history, you and I, we look at... A hundred people that walk down the street, the way that we think that history happened is going to be different than 99%. If we see the person who agrees with us, like, yes, thank you. I got a place for you to come. Let me give you yeah, yeah. So How are you? Yeah. <laughs> right. So, so this is really exploring it. And, um, uh, so, okay. What else? All right. So what, what do I even say about this? Um, you can feel the energy. So, you know, yeah. I'm a bit of an intuitive, um, you know, I can feel things. And so every time I put my hands on the pyramid or even just went into a meditative state, just like, that energy serves through my body. Yeah. There is a place called Saqqara and they have these, it's like a wall. And then in the wall, there's these uh, squares and you put your head in the square and it vibrates, not like you got to be a, a psychic or an empath, like you could be a random a-hole, just ate a yeah. cheeseburger, and just you, you need no training, and you put your head in it, and you're like, what is going on? Like, it's in, how are they doing that? And so then we get in underneath the car, and it, it looks like... <laughs> there's so much there. So they're trying to figure it out. They have these ton that the top slabs, I don't know the weight of them. It's ludicrous. And they have an unfinished one in, in where they, so they dig it out and they make like a rectangle. They put in the, the, the box and then they have a top slab that goes on. Well, on one of the ones that's unfinished, there's no space to get any tools in. 
right? Like how they're like, how would they get it? It's unfinished. It's awkward. Like how did they get it in? Cause it doesn't really fit. And then because it's unfinished, how did they finish it without any tools? Cause you can't get in there to do it. And so they're thinking that it needs to be some sort of device that will manipulate the matter. So it becomes almost moldable, you know, when you heat it up. And so you have these incredibly intelligent people who are working on Star Trek technologies, figuring out, trying to decode what's going on and how they did it and looking for the clues. You know, there's a guy, Alan Green, who does an amazing decoding with Dan Winter. Um, It's on YouTube for free, Dan Winter and Alan Green. And he goes through how all the mathematical constants are in the pyramid. And there's a guy um, that's going to be coming out with... uh, a presentation about how we're going to get three more mathematical constants and he hasn't released it yet. He did his first um, presentation there and he said, one of them will be for gravity. One of them will be for time. And the other one will, will be for magnetism. And he's not even a mathematician. It just happened. And it's a long story. I can't, I can't talk about it too much yet, but he's going to do a, an elective course in, uh, in the residence Academy and Every, he just presented it, and then the mathematicians and everybody looked and was just like, "Was he's like that makes sense? Like we're gonna yeah. have to obviously look into it, but that's really freaking interesting." So it's like we're getting the technology. Like I can see that we're right there with these tech technologies that are ready to bring us to the next step. So then you could talk about going in the pyramid, man. Going in, and we were we were doing like, and again, I'm not actually allowed to talk about everything that we did, but yeah. basically a group ohm. And like when you gather with one or more person, it's powerful, right? What you can do with with people who are care, caring and loving is powerful. Amazing. And you know, like go, I was a I went, so we did like a ceremony with um, so we had the crystal. So this yeah. here, these art crystals, I I had um William Brown on my podcast nice. to talk about them. You know, I again Dude, let's my just whole house is full of crystals, by the way. Now I have Disney crystals, Monica. Yeah, yeah, good. So I'll just say the you gotta look at the science. Art crystals is just coming out, but basically it's like some sort of every time that sim talks about it, all I can say is science. I don't know what he said. Some about shooting protons around a circle, but all I know is it took a lot of time, money, energy, and information. And this with this crystal, they're charging water, then yep. then growing seeds and they're growing two to 400 times uh, percent larger, quicker, resistant to chemicals. And it's on the body. So I'm in, I'm in this thing wearing this crystal. Plus I have like my other magnetic stuff on. I'm just like vibed up. You know what I mean? And like you're doing ohms and your body just goes vibrating like a million miles an hour. Right. It's gnarly. It's gnarly. And, and you're in it and you're just like, what is this thing? But what did it feel like when you were vibrating like that? Were you like, like almost out of body? Was it almost out of body or was it your in body? So for for me, for me, I was in body, but I watched, I watched a few people do weird stuff and go out of body. They basically got connected to something. It was, it wasn't faked. It was real because I was holding space at the one, the one spot. Right. And I was like projecting an energy field and doing my whole hippie. Well, well, Matt, you, you know, this, (laughs) and and I don't mean to interrupt you, but it's so important. Go for it. Talking about it. They have pyramids in China, and this is totally closed off, you know, communist control. We don't know anything about this, but David Wilcock has talked about this. Now, he obviously knows some Illuminati people that know about this, but they have people that are extremely sick and ill that go into these pyramids, and I'm sure they have to have money to get into these pyramids in China and are completely healed. So we know that these pyramids are some sort of like, you know, uh, what's that word? I can't think of the word I'm looking for right now, but they have like technology 
um, that you're talking about right now that literally has the ability to completely heal the human f- physical body in matters of like minutes, like literally in minutes. There's so yeah. much. Yeah, there's a guy, what's his name? Something Cook. It could be Fred Cook. Uh, I have to check it out. But he has a, a documentary on, it's like resonance, the healing the healing power of resonance. I think yeah, that's what it is. resonance, yeah. And I watched it after after going there. And, you know, it's just saying that they built these things. You could just literally walk into them like a portal. Right. And it, because we are vibrational, this is sorry, we're 99.999% empty space. Yep. So it turns out. Yep. And DNA code, you know, so a lot of the trip was about, you know, the, uh, what is it, your initiation, you know, your cosmic initiation to the stars. And I was like, if a spaceship comes to me tomorrow and picks me up, it's like, they'll run me through a scanner. And this is like a check mark that they know I'm a good dude. You know what I mean? Cause I got this like cosmic initiation, but that's what it felt like, man. And, uh, it's, it's powerful. And there, there's thousands of these sites all over the planet. Thousands well, well, of them. Well, let me ask you this, because I'm speculating on this, and you weren't, and maybe you're not allowed to answer this, and you can tell me all. But when you went into those rooms, like I could just, I mean, we're so close now. Like I could feel you, I could feel your brain waves like telling me, like, Jay, whoever built this room <laughs> was like 20 feet. Or taller, right? I mean, like you really yeah. felt that when you're walking in there, right? Like, I mean, because dude, you look at this stuff and you're like, wait a minute, come on. There's no way that these were built for people like us, six feet and smaller. I mean, this is these were literally built for Goliaths, you know. And I mean, again, we've we've had brilliant scholars that have come on podcasts in this group, you know, Xavier Hayes, he's already written three books about the giants. It's not this is not conspiracy. Or, you know, nonsense. We know that there were species of giant humanoid beings on this planet. And I think, in my opinion, Egypt, the pyramids, you know, the great um, Gobek Teki, um, Gobeli Teki, or I can't pronounce the word, whatever. Galapateki. It's so hard. I just found that it's so complicated. Well, they're literally <laughs> built for 20 foot humanoids or taller. And if you start thinking about how we don't have the technology to build the pyramids even today, the only thing that makes sense is that there were 30, 25, 30 foot people, thousands of them building the pyramids. Yeah. Well, it's, well, it's, it, dude, it's interesting. Like, uh, like Hugh Newman, I just had to, on the podcast, he does a megalithomania. So you should, he should come on the Dakotas of Truth. He's awesome. And he talks oh, about awesome. giants. One of his books is Giants. And he went into the archives of the Smithsonian where yeah, researchers yeah, would, exactly. would write it down, though. But he's like, you've got to go find it. But it's like, you don't just write that down mm-hmm. randomly. Um, but it's interesting. Some of it, like the doorway's huge, which it looks like, 20 foot people are going through but when you're inside then you're crawling in then you have to crawl so you're just like maybe they teleported in or maybe it's just a device they turn on who knows man but it's like my guess is they teleported in and they also made Mm. they made the the passageways really small because the humans were the servants yeah yeah. Well, and apparently, you know, I, I, there's nothing about slaves in these, in the no, hieroglyphs, no, no, there's, there's nothing. Yeah. It's just like a, I think it was like a co-creation and, and what I could guess, like my, no, it's their job. 
Yeah. What I would say they're built by, you know, technology, gravitational devices, things like that. And so Nassim is talking about how, you know, his next thing and and he thinks like for humans is to solve gravity. Because once we solve gravity, we're looking at quantum drives. And if you look at 1900, before that, maybe, you know, the day before is like flight's never going to happen. Well, we already went to the moon. I don't know. Do you do you believe is the moon a conspiracy to you or what? What's your story? Well, no, I mean, I think it's already been deco- I think it's already been decoded that the, the moon is a is a uh, space station. It's a definitely it's like an artificial. I've heard that. Yeah. So yeah, that's your thing. artificial satellite. It's hollow. There's, you know, multiple species or or, or uh, what do you call it? Um, you know, they talk about the secret space programs have. I mean, I, I, of course, listen episode you know most of the people in the coders of truth have seen it but they already know that the moon is hollow it's not a planet it's some form of an artificial satellite or spaceship or something but again if you understand all of the spin and the polarity and all the plate tectonics of the moon at in in its relation to where it sits based on between the earth and the sun it's it's a theoretical impossibility to be a planet so it clearly has power. It's being powered to stay in its orbit the way it's designed. And again, this ancient alien show showed that it was, or they decoded that it was put there to shield the earth from debris. And that's why it has all the Swiss cheese giant, you know, holes and craters all over it because it's been getting hit by cosmic debris for eons, you know? So, I mean, and, and obviously it serves other purposes too. I'm sure it's a way station or a space station or an outpost or something, but um, but yeah, dude. But but I wanted to go back to something you just said because Nassim, obviously, you know, I'm I bow down. I'd love to meet that guy. I would love to talk to him. I'm very familiar with his works. But I mean, I might have got you hooked up, dude. You're the man. That, that'll be my great day. We can talk off the air. But like when he says that, you know, the next thing is conquering this. I mean, he's just joking because this stuff has already been conquered. They already have all of these technologies. We just don't have access in the quote unquote public. So when he says that, I just wanted to make that clear for the group. And he's talking about for us and not for, you know, whoever they are, because they have that technology. They've been traveling through the universe and moving time, the Mandela effect. I mean, the whole movie, I've said this a million times, the interstellar movie with Matthew McConaughey was about time travel. Now, most people don't understand that that was a cipher, but that's what that movie is about. They're basically telling us that they have been traveling through time in the secret space program since probably the 40s or the 50s. There's a lot of great researchers, Joseph Patrick Farrell, you know, Bill Mars, who just died. They all talked about this. The, the, the technology is out there. You know, it's already been like a lot of the t- highest level university systems. They've already broken down, you know, quantum mechanics and, 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 uh, and, and how, you know, how you travel, you know, gra- uh, gra- gravetic technology, anti-gravetic technology. They, they, they've been doing it for 50 or 60 years. We just don't know about it. It's all covered up. Yeah. 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 Us getting it, the people getting it right. Yeah. Free, free, actually a free, a free galactic species to get, uh, you know, he actually, I had him on my podcast and he said something really fascinating at the end. I asked him for uh, three things to change the world. And when he was talking about it, they were beautiful things. Uh, I wish I could remember off the top of my head, but at the end, he said something like, you know, if we can do this and become a peaceful species, they're going to lift the arms ban, you know, here. And then this is actually has galactic implications. Yeah. Right. As in like, and I've heard this from every next level source that goes beyond me. It It's weird because like when I go to the sources that I trust and we get into the highest level stuff, they all, they never disagree with each other. And one of the same constants that I've seen is that there is some sort of, um, 
what is it like a we're in containment ideally and there's something with with the fact that whatever happens here is going to affect everything like everybody is watching i've heard of that you know this experiment everybody's watching what we do is going to affect everything and i think that it goes back to you know the thing that i want to explore a little bit and always do is like just the nature of our consciousness and and really commanding that because you're co-creating peace or love or fear or death on this but through your thoughts we know this this isn't this is you're consistently perpetuating it so as a group to clean this stuff up to to really you build the new earth because if you stay with your trauma and and you know this thing and that thing but you can you don't have any energy to build the new thing you need a lot of energy to build a new house to build that new vision to create a loving environment if you're stuck in this low vibe you can't build it and we need more people to take responsibility for themselves to become a sovereign being and co-create and live fearlessly in love, man, because then that stuff becomes off obsolete because we're working with the bigger force, the divine source, the nature where we're working with nature and we can only be slaves now if we choose to be, that's what I think. I think with all this thing going out there, if you, if you make the conscious choice to connect with your heart and source, whatever way you want to do that and be of service, now you got nature on your side and none of this is going to affect you if you take responsibility for yourself. Maybe through your own path, you'll get it here and there, but that's bumps in the road. That's life. You're going to well, get them. It's how you I, perceive them. I agree hundred percent with that. I was just going to go back to what you said though. You know, Nassim's right about the galactic, you know, once we can remove the art man, listen, it's very simple to me. There are not enough people like Matt and Jay in this world. So the truth is very simple. If the, if the good guys, and again, I won't name names, you know, all these, like, you know, crazy people that say they channel things, the Pleiadians and all these different beings and blah, blah, blah. I'm sure they are out there and I'm not making fun of them. But the truth is they are watching out for us because, bro, we have very horrifying bad people on this planet that are in control of the missiles. And the missiles would have been flying a long time ago if they weren't being kept in their silos. And we have proof, ancient aliens, there's multiple books, there's multiple stories from multiple people in the United States and other foreign militaries who have watched balls of plasma, the same orange balls that you've seen in your life, disarm the missiles. They they stop them from launching. They just appear and stop them and poof, they're gone. So clearly there are divine brothers, good guys, angels of light, guardians of light, whatever, watching over us, preventing us from destroying ourselves. And I really do believe that they came here as soon as we blew up the first couple of nuclear bombs back in the 40s, 50s, because they knew that, you know, a previous timeline of human beings had nuked ourselves to shit, right? Like we know the whole desert in Africa and in Turkey and a bunch of the uh, Arab parts of the world is obsidian below the sand. It's glass from where the nuclear annihilations happened. So we know we've nuked ourselves into nothing already. So these beings are like, nope, Earth is too full of natural resources. It's too good of a place. There's too many species here trying to exist. There's all this DNA tweaking. You know, we're trying to develop, you know, higher species. They're not going to allow this place. This is my opinion, obviously, but obviously based on a lot of research, a lot of evidence they're not going to blow this place up. That's why whenever I hear people talk about, oh, war is coming. Well, maybe a ground war. 
you know, maybe they'll do shit like they did in Vegas, you know, all these false flag attacks, but they don't have the capability to nuke this place. They just don't. There's too many conscious, higher level beings that are like, nope, you're not going to be blowing up atoms. You're not going to be devastating the rest of the world. You're not going to be changing the solar system. You know, it's not going to happen. So that, I mean, again, that's my opinion, but I, I just, I don't see it happen. I really don't. Well, I, well, I certainly agree with you. So, you know, I, I got to phrase it gently here because of uh, just because, but David Lombear Senapas, who was on my podcast, who I swear to God appeared as an orb to me and told me he was going to do it. He just said, look at the sky tonight. You may or may not see something as that Arcosani orb. <laughs> like, like yeah, I remember you telling me that so close to me, man, for like 40 minutes. Like, okay, cool. Talk to him the next day. Don't yeah. Yeah. So, you know, in conversations, we have very interesting conversations, but uh, when the North Korea was going on, I called him the one day and he's had to go into hiding actually a few times since I've known him. And uh, he goes, yeah, like we shot down, we we had to shot, there was a missile fired today and they shot it down. And he mm-hmm. says he's connected to the Vegan star system. And he is the native elder right. for the Mi'kmaq nation. Right. I know the elder of the Zuni nation. They both say the same thing. Star people, star nations. We've known about this forever. It's just dum-dums that don't know that are trying to come in and teach us this false indoctrination. And we're like, we're not having it. And that's, there's a, is an oral tradition, right? It's, it's so sacred to have one to another. So, you know, that information is getting passed. There's the correct information. It's not fish stories. Right. And so the other thing too, when I've had the deep conversations with the Zuni elder, he's like, we're still not ready. The, The tribes are talking about this. And some of them are saying, get out to the public, tell the white man the truth. Right. And and they're and some of them are saying they're not ready yet. They're not so there's actually a bit of a turmoil going on in there to be supportive, right? Some of them are pretty fucking pissed off because of what we did to them. And so they're like, screw them. Just, you know. And some of them are like, you know what I mean? We got to get to forgiveness of all beings because it wasn't all of them, you know what I mean? And so so the Zuni, you know, when it, when we were at this conference, he's just like, we have stuff. We have the stuff that is gonna be. You know, nobody's going to dispute it. And so it's funny because you 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 touched on a few things like um, false flag attacks. Somebody listening to my podcast might be like, oh, well, the Vegas thing. You and I both know you can look at it. Something yeah, that's yeah. Small, right. Right. right? right? So that's why I, for me, I'm lucky because I can just go, Jay, what's the deal with this? And then you sent me the link and I get it sorted. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Cool. You know? So for my listeners, just go into the decoders of truth, be cool. And that's where you can just post a question and you'll get it sorted and just take the info and one smells right. One smells a bit funky. And so do your thing. Um, well, when you're aware, when you, you know, this, when you're aware, you just have to discern what resonates with you might not resonate with someone else. But when I always say this, when you're truly aware, you know, what is right and what is wrong. You just do. It just, it's like, it's get It's internal knowing. It's like when you're connected to what's within, which is, you know, God creator source, the energy spark, the holographic soul, whatever you want to call it. It's it, so my you know default to my my wife. You know, she always says that. Like, how many times in your life have you gone against your gut, and it was a mistake? Because your gut is God. Your gut is your inner knowing. That is what is telling you, and it's always right. It almost never is wrong. I mean, we make it wrong by how we fear, and we and we create you know all this belief off of it. But our gut always tells us. So you, if you listen to your gut, if you can talk to your gut, if you can again through meditation, through mind stillness, 
that's the answers are always there. So you do know when you're allowed to just clear. Okay. That makes sense. Like you said, that resonates with me. I understand that. And I believe that, you know, but people that are not aware are automatically, I hate going down this path, but they're automatically never going to understand what we're talking about and literally look at us as we're crazy conspiracy tinfoil nutters. I mean, that's just the way they are, but you can't allow those people to have any effect in your life. I mean, obviously I always say, and these guys know in the podcast, when I speak on the Dakota's truth, I always say those people cannot be a part of your life. And that has to be a conscious choice of you and your bearing and your living your life stream to not be involved with those people. Because again, if they're going to judge you, sure, it's no problem for you, but you can't live in harmony by being around people like that. You just can't. And again, that's your choice. It's always a choice, right? But like you, you have to choose to be around people that are supportive of who you are as a human being. And that's, again, always a choice. You don't always have to default. Like if your family judges you, you don't have to be with them. It's not this whole religious construct, right? Blood is thicker than water. It's not true. You know, what's true is what resonates inside you. But yeah, dude, um, the, there's this is this is an interesting this has been a fascinating podcast dude it's fascinating yeah i had i had such a, a point that i wanted the second point that i'll make is the one that i remember i had hopefully i'll remember it but it's like tokens of energy right you, it's all about energy yes i remember it okay so what i've been going on lately from what, what i can discern on the gnarliest stuff and this just makes sense is that my body came here and it has its own agenda, you know? Right. And so some of, they Absolutely. say the walk-ins, everybody wants the the body that if you have a body, Absolutely. you you hit the multidimensional lottery. If you get a body with a right. soul, the people want that apparently. This is an amusement park, right? It's a matter yeah. of amusement park. Right. So, so then just think about it. Cause I wrote a, a, an article that got published on face the current, which is a cool magazine. Check it out. Um, so I was stoked on that. But the next one I did, it was on, on intuition. And so, well, because we only perceive these tiniest amount of the light spectrum, like nothing. And so you can blow a dog whistle and he'll freak out and you're fine. So we're only, so we think realities are five cents, which we distort with our mind, which we don't even see clearly. Like at best, we're like in a blizzard with like glasses on, and Eight you know we just got maced we got maced in the face you know what i mean that's that's about how at good we're perceiving yeah at best right but the body because it knows the body can sense way beyond the unconscious mind is picking up incredible bits of information and it's telling you through how it feels because it can't communicate yeah. now the mind's the mind's thing is the problem solved the mind is like oh if i have to you know solve this and build a boat i can use my logic but you know one of the examples i give is like right now we're in a public space and you know all of a sudden a, a lion comes all of a sudden every single one of us is a parkour pro and we jump a tree and you know we're hanging from it and when we're safe we're gonna hold and be like what just happened and then our mind will come in trying to figure out what what the f just happened but the body got us out of there and exactly even before true. that the body would have said hey something's up something's up something's right. up i know yeah. something's up yeah. and the body is like you idiot i'm trying to tell you right and so when we listen to our gut we're listening to our body as its own form of intelligence which yep. i find very fascinating concept to like give that respect to my body and love your body thank well, you well, well, let me just stop you right there because you just brought up something brilliant the, the newest thing you know i just came from the seminar two weeks ago with all these doctors the top doctors in the world the newest thing is the brain of the gut biome 
right? Like they know the gut, the human gut microbiota has a brain. And the brain of the gut is exactly what you're talking about. A hundred percent. So, well, I was actually going to say this about Dr. Joe too, but you know, the, the yogis are like, uh, the brain or the stomach is the second brain. Some of them even say it's the first brain. brain. Um, now for the people in my show that are, you know, I think they're pretty, they're pretty good. They've come with me for a while, but, um, for the archons thing, Dr. Joe and his advanced one was just sitting there and he's just like, and I knew when he did the, with the, the the three day, I knew he was holding back because I know he's in the multidimensional realm. I was like, give me the good stuff. You're holding back and because it's like doctors and people are skeptical so he's keeping it all science right and i was like lay it on me bro i know you have stories and um when he's talking about doing this pineal gland activation meditation he's like i debated whether to tell you this but as you go through the cobwebs of your being there might you might encounter something maybe yeah. maybe and he's like don't freak out it's okay it's kind of like a parasite you can just right. take it off right you're kind of like free it off. Right but he knows it and he, you know he only gave a few examples of his stories but he talked about you know after he did what the bleep do we know i think if it, yeah deeper down the rabbit hole and um he was at a crossroads in his life and he had this experience in his meditation where all of a sudden he went back in time and he he does the difference between time, space, and space-time. I'm right. try, I'm starting to rack my head around that, and he's doing yep. his best to explain it. But what he said was, I was viewing myself back in kind of like Roman times, and I was a philosopher teaching philosophy. Um, right. Apparently, he talks about that in his book. He talks about that. Oh, does book. he? Yeah, he does. Amazing. Yeah. So then all of a sudden, he gets like strung up and tortured. Tortured, and he, yep. He's viewing himself being tortured while yep. feeling being tortured at the same time. Yep. Now that may seem mangled, but again, because I've been in these spaces where your reality breaks, that becomes a total possibility. And so that was the reason why he didn't want to do what he did because he had trauma in the past from it. Um, I can't remember where the heck I was going to go with that. Um, But just to show that we're opening up levels of awareness and possibility. And that puts, again, the ball in your court as the creator. And you got to watch where you're being distracted with baloney. Take control of your own consciousness. Take control of your own body. Um, and I, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but the the outer is the what they refer to in Buddhism as mental nutriments. Right. If you're eating CSI as your mental nutriments every day, you're going to get a CSI exactly. result. If you're exactly. eating Fox News mental nutriments, you get a Fox News result. And that's up to you. That's your right. Not up to me to say it's good or bad. I'm just, you're going to get a different result. Well, look at so, the look. I mean, that's a great point. Like I have removed all popular culture paradigmal stuff in the last two years. And I don't think it's any coincidence that I've had the greatest increase in my spiritual awareness, in my productivity, in my uh, businesses. I mean, every part of my life is skyrocketed. And it's not, I mean, again, there's no coincidence in life for me that, you know, when you remove yourself of the fear, because that's what all of that is. It's paranoia and fear, period. End of story. There's nothing else but fear and paranoia. It's designed, you know, a lot of people say news is fear porn. Again, if we're going big picture, if these people that are in control are creating a society or a matrix, a holographic simulated reality that's designed to feed these beings, these what you call um amoebas or you know organisms that joe talked about dude that's the archons these things literally are physical amoeboid 
energy beings, like you said, that feed off of this paranoia and this negativity, and they're everywhere. And the saddest part is, you know, you can be Christ consciousness 95% of the day of your life. And in that 5% of the time that, like you said, somebody insults you or something bad happens to you in your life and you physically have a reaction, they're like a moth to a flame. They're everywhere. So it's so hard to avoid them. So again, knowing that you really can't avoid them, it's again, it's it's the ability to change your state and to just, again, have that, you know, is that so mentality? You know, the conscious Dallas belief system of just like, whatever happens to me, I'm okay. I'm not going to get too high. I'm not going to get too low. I'm just going to be smooth and even keel. That's how you can get rid of those things. And, and honestly, I do believe too, that eventually those beings aren't going to come around you if they know there's no way they can feed off you. They, they're, they're smart. You know, they're going to go to where people are going to stay and remain fearful, remain anxious, remain paranoid, and just live that life like that. And again, there's so many people like that. So don't live that life. And unfortunately, we have to end this podcast because I have to jump onto another podcast. But dude, this has been absolutely spectacular, famous, amazing. Um, guys, I'm sorry we didn't do a lot of questions. I know a lot of you guys are in there. But what I'll do is, Matt, if you can jump, well, let's do another one. Like if we can't, maybe next week. And we'll just yeah, go, go live. We'll, we'll set it up and we'll just answer questions. And I'll just get a cool questions from these guys and they can ask you because I know they have so many questions for you from for Egypt. Yep. Yeah. hundred percent, man. Yeah, I know. It's, it's so good, man. Cause I like, I'm over here just like, there's so much more. It's, it's such a privilege well, actually, and honor to talk to you. The guy that I'm podcast with next, his name's Jeffrey Doherty. I'm going to introduce you guys. Cause I think you want to have him come on your podcast. He's called the Christian whistleblower. And he's actually a, a ex Pentecostal minister who knows the Bible backwards and forwards who literally woke up, dude. Yes. It's ha- see the force is happening, Bro, man. The force is happening. But, but like, well, I'm gonna send you his books. He's written four books and or five books, maybe, but he's got an amazing YouTube channel and a big audience, and he's just brilliant, you know. And him and I have really struck uh, hit it off, and I'm gonna go on a show in a minute here. I'm gonna get you guys together podcast because he's he's like wow. I'm in. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Any recommendation? Yeah. I'm happy, man. So yeah, brother. Well, for people who are listening on my side and going to go to the podcast, where do people find out more about you? Uh, so many places. TR2revolution.com is my main site. You can find my books on Amazon. Uh, the newest book is The Metabolic Blowtorch Diet, which is a book on optimizing intermittent fasting. It's also an Amazon bestseller. It's been out since the end of September. It's an amazing book. You don't have to be a fitness person. You can be actually in poor health, and embrace that uh, mindset of fasting and utilizing fasting and you know, change your life. And then my next book, which is coming out soon, which is literally the greatest book, my greatest creation that I will be for is um, the advanced TRT manual, but it's not just optimization. It's about life. Um, it's over 400, is over 600 research citations. It actually has a chapter in there for women. Um, so it's going to be January, but uh, you can find that, I think, advanced TRT manual.com. You can go and get on the waiting list. Yeah, brother, hundred percent. Go there, check out his stuff. Because Jay, he's the more I know about him, the more his research is ridiculous. And uh, just so glad that you're, you know, in my life to kind of help me navigate this crazy Mayan illusion, but you know, steer towards <laughs> love and and clarity and truth. So you know, I appreciate you and honor you, brother. Thanks for coming. I love on. you too, brother. Thank you so much. And it's the same right back at you. Every time I spend time with you, and uh, I look forward to next time we can break bread together. Sounds good, man. Love it. 
There you go, guys. That wraps it up with the man, my friend, Jay Campbell. I hope that that was informative. That was exciting. Um, I highly recommend checking out his websites, checking out the Decoders of Truth and their podcasts. You know, they really dive deep. If you think I dive deep, man, they're all over. You know, they, they go down the rabbit hole quite nicely. Um, I've been interviewed over there a few times. Um, you know, my focus is a little bit different, um, but... But I have been in that space for a while because I do think it's important to know what the heck the truth is and what's going on and, and kind of like what your enemy is. But then after that, you know, I like to focus on, you know, consciousness expansion. What are the possibilities? How do we how do we create the new earth? And that's what I'm all about. So um, if you want to support the show, uh, review, share any episodes, really great. And uh, check it out, mattbelair.com forward slash store. And get yourself some free stuff. There's discounts. There's freebies all the way over there. And it's just things that I vouch for. So those are two ways you can do it. And those of you who want the coaching, just reach out Matt at zenathlete.com. I'll happily hook you up. And just want to send you lots of love, lots of support. Remember that you're whole, perfect, epic, just as you are. Follow your heart. I know this reality and this illusion and whatever the heck we're in can be challenging as a mother. Um, you know, I've been going through some of my own stuff lately. And so, you know, I, it's not, it's not supposed to be just perfect every moment. I don't think that's, that's the way things are. Um, but it's navigating your reality. And I think that, uh, if you can do it from heart centers, you know, of service, doing your best, you know, pursuing your heart, uh, being honest, being, um, full of integrity as much as you can, and easy on yourself when you make mistakes because they happen. Uh, you know, I know that I, I make lots of mistakes and just try to own up to them and, and do my best to improve. So be easy on yourself. Be kind to yourself. So before I uh, let you go, um, just invite you to, you know, follow me on the social media. Let me know where you're watching the podcast from. I always love hearing from you guys and getting tagged on Instagram and all that kind of thing. You know, I'm on Facebook and YouTube and all over the place. I'm easy to find. And uh, sign up for the email list to stay up to date. And that's it. So before I let you go, I'm just going to invite you to come into a state of peace and coherence real quick. You can even have your eyes open while you're driving. And all you need to do is first set the intention to come into a state of peace and harmony. Now, just taking a deep breath in through your nose, imagine powerful white, golden, platinum, crystalline light filling your entire lungs and every cell and every muscle and every fiber of your being as you imagine the same light coming down from the universe, charging you and supporting you. Let that breath out slowly and then take in another deep breath in through your nose. And now imagine powerful energy from the earth coming up and supporting you and meeting you in the center of your heart, where your unique energy combines with the energy of the earth and the energy of source right in the center of your chest. And just think about one thing that you're truly grateful for. Maybe it's your eyesight or you came off an injury or your healing. Whatever it is, just focus on love and gratitude in that memory as you continue deep breathing and seeing this light and this energy pulsing through every cell and every muscle and every fiber of your being. And now as you continue to connect with this energy, I want you to double the feeling of love and gratitude and peace, just letting go of all the cares and all the worries of the day. Just double that feeling once again and double it once again. And now that you're glowing with love and peace and gratitude and surrender and acceptance and connection with earth and source and yourself, I want you to send that energy out like a care bear from the center of your heart to your friends, to your family, to your enemies. While you're seeing this loving, supportive energy being sent out to your entire community and city 
and I'm sending you this energy. I'm sending you my love, my support, my energy, my best wishes, my hopes for your dreams to become a reality that your life may be peaceful and in everything that you need and may you be supported just sending you all of my love and support and energy knowing that you're not alone and send that energy out to your your city and your country and to the entire planet to see that energy going out and just handing off all beings on the planet your love and support and your gratitude and as that energy gets sent out i want you to imagine like a tidal wave that this energy begins to come back to you a hundredfold a thousandfold being charged by every sentient being that it's met and with their love and gratitude they send it back to you and just allow yourself to receive this energy from me and the entire universe like a tidal wave just allowing yourself to accept love and peace and gratitude remembering that you're whole balanced perfect and harmonious just as you are just let that feeling and that energy wash over every cell and every muscle and every fiber of your being remembering that you're whole and you're worthy just as you are. So thanks so much for listening to this episode and I will see you in the next one.